0: Welcome back to View from the Pew. Now, you know, this is a podcast where we discuss the Bible from an everyday perspective. Most people think, you know, the Bible is boring. It's irrelevant. It is outdated. ain't got nothing to do with it now. But that's actually quite the opposite. There's a lot of up-to-date, relevant information that can apply to our everyday lives. And if you're willing to learn and listen, you can definitely do that. Now, with me today are some of my church members. <laughs> we have Sister Chatty. Hello. Sister Debbie D, and yours truly, Sister Sweet Pea. Now, today we will be discussing Exodus chapters 20 through 23. if you want to follow along, feel free. We are using the King James Version Bible. So, feel free to text in or email. Now, as far as what we picked up from last week, um, we were discussing after the Lord had delivered His people. He had Moses trying to set some things in order. It was noise abroad. Woo, the Lord delivered this out. the people out of bondage. This is amazing. You guys working more miracles for him, And then here comes father-in-law looking at how poor Moses is trying to take care of business here. And he's like, you're going to wear yourself out. You're going to wear yourself down. So do it like this. And he began to set people over, um, the people of God, so it was less stress on him and he can devote himself more to God. I think that's a great idea. Well, with this week's type things we have going on, um, this is when the Lord begins to tell about the Ten Commandments. We all know it. That's actually the name of a movie. You know, it's something that has been, um, I believe, literally a statue put to it up in uh, D.C., Washington, D.C., is different places. You know, they know this as part of the fundamentals, the Ten Commandments. Now, with that being said, my first question is, should we still live by the Ten Commandments today? Are they still even relevant to us? What about you, Sister Debbie?
1: I would say as, as far as what's relevant to today, and that's not saying that you customize it; it's not liberty mutual. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. it's liberty in Christ Jesus, but not mutual. Um, <laughs> uh, some doing? things that He changed in the New Testament, right. you know, it's no more eye for an eye, two for tooth. You're supposed to forgive your brother or sister, 70 times 7, things of that nature. If we're not to take another's life, that, then no. But the rest of it, yes, don't steal, don't covet, put no more, excuse me, not no more, but put (laughs) no one ahead of God. Make no idol, you know, for yourself to worship, nothing like that, honor your father and mother. I think that was even reiterated, the things that still stand. He went back over that in the New Testament. Well, of course, it said, "Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right." But we, we—it's along the same lines. No. All right, I don't know about that. What about you? What do you
2: think, Sister Cheney? Uh, I think that uh, basically, what you have in the Ten Commandments—you, if—if you are uh, living for God,
1: right,
2: then uh, you're gonna have that covered. Uh, but the thing being, when you're looking at the Ten Commandments, is not what we're required today to do. Uh, is uh, it's a step. It's it's a little more than just what's in the Ten Commandments, right? Because there were some things that that of course, uh, being uh, when Christ was say, gave His life, amen. How that salvation, that plan of salvation, was put into effect. So, it's not just a matter of the Ten Commandments. Um, now, and, and we're saying, and uh, not just a matter of that, but even more so. Now, of course, I think pretty well everything's on the Sabbath. Because at this point, I would say like today, it's not just the one day that God requires us right. to live. Let's we'll say, uh, to it would say it's holy unto the Lord. Because you supposed to be living holy every day. So that got stepped up. Right. But as far as the, you know, the other, it's gone. I believe the scripture lets you know that how that the commandments, how that it is, um, um, amen, basically that in love, if you love, then you're going to have that other color. Mm-hmm. I
0: definitely agree. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've just, you know, from noticing, taking in the way of the world now, just noticing, you turn on the news radio, I often say this, you kind of look at the consensus of the people, what what they're thinking, um, and you notice that there's this whole thing about, you know, that's the old and this is the new, and granted, there are a lot of times that that does apply. There's some things, it's, it's a time, a place, you may have had your favorite sweater for 25.6 years. But it's got holes in it and it's not cute. It is like literally in three. it's and it's like everybody's pretty much trying to sit you down for intervention. We're going to replace the sweater, just hand it over. You know, there's a time and a place to get rid of something. But that does not apply to God's word. It's let you know you know that God's word is standing short, having it sealed. So it is now and it's forever. Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's a lot of things like in the scripture they say, well, they didn't have it back then or we got this now. That might be true. But the operation of it, the the manifestation of it, it is still the same. It's just packaged differently. So this is one of the things, you know, I remember I think they had the Ten Commandments taken down or something like that because people were becoming so offended. Offended at the fact, you know, you're making enforcement upon me. Well, you're forcing your non-believing on me. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting up your this and that and just playing it roundabout proudly, then why can't we have that? So... I said, I'm just noticing it's a lot of, oh, that's old, but this is not. But it's Sister Chatty was saying, yeah, you know, if you love God, all that should be in your heart. You shouldn't have to tell you don't steal. You know, don't bear false witness. Don't be lying. You know, there are a lot of things. They would say, well, we don't do that now. But just to bring up a quick, um, another little point I heard um, Sister Debbie D. mention about mentioned some of the, the, the rules or say the Ten Commandments and other things he mentioned, he said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That's the third verse, 20 chapter. And I began to think about that. I heard not too long ago was that we can um, I don't say erect, but we can have certain gods. We can uplift gods before him and don't realize it. We know that we know better than to go get a piece of uh, wood out in the forest and carve it up, and make it to an alligator or a pig and say, this is God. Like, no, 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 no. We think, well, we don't do that. We know it's one true God, but what have you elected up in his place? Is it your car? Is it your house? Um, is it your money? You know, it's all right to try to live and it's all right to give better and do better for your family, but when that is your sole purpose, notice that Jesus said, Later on about I will that you prosper even as your soul prosper. Mm-hmm. So there's a balance. And we before we realize it can begin to put things in place. Oh, we can't go to church because we got to go to vacation. You know, really? You always put God first. He who do you think blessed you with the strength and the health? You have to the mind the, the mindset is different. So when you came across that, it just kinda got me stirred up there thinking about that. Do we have other guys before us? I'm not necessarily asking that question because I know somebody covered it, but you have to also watch yourself. Make sure that you don't bring up anything else that can put a, a, a binder or a boulder between you and the Lord. Um, and I believe something else somebody covered was about the eye for an eye. And this brings me to my next question because you think it is comical as it is to hear I still get asked this question. You know, eye for eye. You know, the Bible said, I for an eye. You know, and about, you know, God wants you to be fair. Well, is that being fair? Eye for an eye? and is that even relevant? It's kind of like a two-part question. What about you, Sister Chaddy?
2: I was saying that is isn't relevant? <laughs> well, uh, when it comes to the love of God, it, as far as an eye for an eye, then uh, that was changed. I mean, I'm I'm saying that that was one of the things that Jesus focused on, uh, as far as uh, I believe it's in the Book of Matthew. So no longer will and he went, uh, covered some things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the thing is that, uh, so just because somebody uh, knocked out your eye, you shouldn't be going and try to knock out their eye. Uh, It's like it's a a requirement (laughs) or it's a law type thing, no. Not that you might act, not act, you accidentally knock out there, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you know what right I'm foot saying? Foot. I mean, you know, <laughs> so we'll go there. Right. That could happen, right. you know, right. possibly. Sure and sense. but but the thing <laughs> is that it's not one of those things that, right. uh, now you know if you kill my cat, then right. I get to kill your cat, right. type right. thing. No, that's 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 not so.
0: Or not. What
1: about you, Sister Debbie D? I hear you over there. In the uh, I, I agree with what's been said. It's definitely, as tempting as it is, I would say that our love has to come up to a different level now after that crisis comes and you know set some things in order. The plan of salvation, and so we should love the person enough, whoever committed the crime or offended us that we shouldn't we might of the flesh yes will want to get them back and do the same thing to them mm-hmm. that they did to us or maybe not so much as do the same thing to them but cause them the same type of pain type of, oh, uh same yeah. level of pain you know i just want them to hurt as much as i uh-huh. hurt feel or what to know how right feel yeah. what i feel to know what it feels to be That's in my position true. and right. And, but you're supposed to have the love of God. If you really have that love of God, mm-hmm. even out of the hurt that you have experienced or the hurt that you have, because some hurt doesn't go away, depending on what the offense is. Right. Some hurt you, you—you can't change you can't go back, you can't fix it, can't put a on it. It's permanent. You—you um, you shouldn't want to hurt them. You, there's some people. You know, a lot of people think they're weak. They say, "Oh, that could be me." You different, you know, when something happens to them. I think of the crime shows that I watch where someone has been killed and the loved one is on there thinking, well, no, I don't want them to be put to death. I want them to have, you know, life in prison. No one deserves to die. Yeah. My sister or whomever it may have been, no, they didn't deserve to die, but I don't want him dead just because he took her life. I forgive him. Mm-hmm. They're still hurting, yeah. but they're not wishing that on them They And I remember this one lady saying that I don't want his family to experience the pain that I feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, ooh, that's the that's that's yeah. but that's the way that it should be. That's you deep. shouldn't yeah. want to right. cause that same pain on them. Mm-hmm. Even though that's a natural occurrence. I mean that's that seems to be the default emotion, but I agree. It's you know, where the, the I for an I to, for two that that's mm-hmm. changed. You know, the Lord vengeance is the Lord's. That's so it's mm-hmm. it's up to him to do or handle mm-hmm. the situation for you. Yeah, that that was What's right? The
2: eye for an eye. You have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. Matthew five, and that chapter the thirty eighth verse there. When gonna say, but I say unto you that you resist not evil, and it went on. But say what well, say? But whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And even going on down, let you know. But I say unto you your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So there were some things that Jesus changed. Right. And again, love is going, you know, the love of God. You got the love of God? Can you imagine? God's love and, and what He has done, how He forgives us. Mm-hmm. Uh, or has forgiven us. Yeah. So that's the thing, you know, so what about man? You know, you should love what we'll say love your neighbor. I believe it even goes on down unless you know. Um yeah,
0: go ahead. That's good. Um but yeah, exactly. Um as Sister Chatty covered, the Lord had let's say brought that to an end when we know called it the chapter to be attitudes a beautiful attitudes is short for it. and he went down to beautiful attitudes talking about you know this and blessed is the meek and you know they should hear the earth bless they are more he went down and of course he began he was teaching the people let them know what he was now bringing to an end and as she said the common theme here was love you know and you know I'm sure that they didn't mean that they didn't love in the Old Testament but they was like you hurt me I got every right to hurt you and already that's a human and natural occurrence right. a child a baby you don't have to teach them okay and when you do that when they hit you you're gonna really want to dig deep and feel it and you're gonna hit them back <laughs> Like that's not how it, they you have to stop them they'd be right riding, riding about claw there hey he didn't miss an accident mine you know it's a natural human occurrence and feeling and emotion mm-hmm. and that's something that doesn't have to be taught so with that being said yeah, the Lord went ahead and gave him that permission in the Old Testament, but here it is in a new, He, under grace and truth, what it's known as. He's like, look, he, he brought it home. He said, you know that rule that we said about that? Well, now I'm saying love. If they hit you on one cheek, turn up one. They do it. Give me you cloak also. Give me you your jacket. You know, and of course you think, well, surely people have gotten over that. You'd be surprised today. When you do an act of kindness to someone or, or give them mercy, you don't give them what they would deserve. You say, all right, go ahead people look at you if they pull you to the side and don't just scream it out. Ain't no way I would've did that. How in the world I know you say it. Well, what made you say that? Because you just let ain't, I would've punched some square in his mouth. You're like, <laughs> okay, well, I, I see where you're coming from. But like she said, as Sister Chattie was saying that love, if it's not the way it needs to be inside, well, guess what? It's gonna manifest that way on the outside. But if you have the love of God, like you need to have it, it's going to show up and show out, but the right kind of way. Um, it was really good. But I'm just wondering about that because you think that it's something that's considered elementary, that we've gotten over that, but the way this world is going, you almost got to sit everybody back down and go back to the basics. Basics. This is Adam. This is Eve. This is one, and that's one. And one plus one makes what class? Two. Like 21. you have to. 21? No, 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 Jeffrey, not 21. Let's go again. So you have to really break these things down to people now and it's the basis love explain to them that love doesn't always mean we're smiling love can mean that we also And I'm also telling you we say does this just make me look fat and you're going excuse me how dare you say yes well how dare you you're judging me I'm sorry you literally just asked a real true friend is gonna say who loves you they're gonna say well, yeah baby let's go with this about that's love so if you have love like God says you will it's a way you deliver it but you still have to to do your job as, as loving somebody and helping them. And that brings me to my next question. Um, and this one may be seem a little off topic from the ones that we were just discussing. But in the 22nd chapter, of course, it continues on with God as a breaking down each and everything. And here we are in the 18th verse. And we know in the United States, we are a a traditional place so to speak if I can give a term or name to it and so every year we know we're ready for the full holidays Mm -hmm. we do the end of the year you know you got the Christmas then you got the beginning of the year you got Valentine's Day you know it's a little bit St. Patty's Day eh? but as far as the big holidays you have Easter then you roll on around you get to school then you got Halloween so with that being said because I've seen this a lot you said social media different ones People at church were having their own little special thing, and here's my cute little so and so, here's Sister So and so's child dressed as a little witch. And I was coming across a scripture where it says, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Now, of all the things that I have seen in the New Testament, where Jesus was breaking it down and talking about this and that, and saying, Not once did I come across where he said that was back fine again, that that was fine too. Do that we have plenty of examples where god said cast out those people that do familiar spirits and do arts and here we are at halloween have our kids dressed up like and say no 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 she's a good witch but it says thou shall not suffer a witch to live that brings me to my question is it all right for somebody to dress their kid up as a witch or is a halloween even right is that something the saint should do who wants to go first Well, as far
2: as uh... There are some things that just not as, uh, certain, or it shouldn't be associated with the children of God. Now, in the Old Testament, which you come across that that how that you've got which that was something that God did not want His people being uh, associated with, and so to say in the in the New Testament, well. That that's permissible? Well, that wouldn't be so either, because in the fifth chapter of Galatians, in there, well, I believe it's the fifth chapter of Galatians, but it's it's uh, it goes over uh, some things and tells you the works of the flesh, and among that is is uh, following idolatry uh, is witchcraft. So the thing is. For me to have my child dressed up mm-hmm. like a witch, or that wouldn't be in line with God. I mean, he don't he don't want the witchcraft. Right. But you think it's all right to dress up like you doing witchcraft? Right. But this is a, a, another thing, and and granted, you know, you can't always go back. what I'm saying. If you walk down the street, or you you're going somewhere, <laughs> well, you you're not looking for. If you're just simply looking for a hat or a certain dress, the way the person is dressed, mm-hmm. uh, in order to identify if that person has anything to do with witchcraft, well, you would be misled right. because you got them and you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. You, you can't tell uh, who's doing witchcraft. But the thing is, that's one of the things, the works of the flesh. And those things should not be done. Uh huh. Because it went on to say, and they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. See, so I mean, so fine. If you don't, if you don't want what God has to offer, then you know I'm pretty sure that it'd be no big to do to you. But if you mean to live for Christ, then well, then uh, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, then you won't be found doing this. So you're talking about uh should it be um all right your question um concerning we eat the holiday bride, that holiday even, so holiday no, no because that's not even that particular that is not a holiday that um, that God's people should be even celebrating. Uh, If you look at the history, and there's quite a bit, you will see where certain groups of people did things that had nothing to do with Christ, nothing to do with God, the Almighty God, but yet and still, it was brought in by way of, and I might get upset with me, but by way of the church, the church, well, so-called church, to bring in and say, we're going to do this and try to accept and try to beef up the congregation you know that became for it to be acceptable so you can get your numbers up Mm -hmm. then you know way back then oh this is nothing new today it's nothing new cause this was a concern way back when uh, when this particular church went on you know allowed certain things and and then ended up on uh, combining days and And so then you you end up with Halloween. Right. Right. I see
1: exactly what you're saying. All right. What about you, Sister Debbie? I agree she covered what I was (laughs) going to cover as far as Uh, The scripture, even being in the New Testament, and it mentioned witchcraft, and it wasn't a good thing, was listed among the sins. Mm -hmm. So it reiterated that God is not tolerating it now. He didn't tell us to kill the witches. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, you know, He let you know that if that's what you choose to do, He then He never mentioned anything. If that's what you choose to do, that you would not make it into the kingdom, and He never mentioned. Good witchcraft or bad witchcraft, mm-hmm. you know. In the Old Testament, he even mentioned the stargazers. And, you know, he separated all the separated. well, not all of them, but he mentioned more than one area of you know familiar spirits. And so, yeah. and I think it was in the Old Testament as well, where the scripture let us know. I think it's in Samuel, one of the Samuels. Rebellionness is as the sin of the witchcraft. Fifteen. All right. she, so, in, in numerous places, it lets you know that in no way. Does God tolerate or like or condone witchcraft? Now He's, some might call it more tolerable now because He allows, you know, witches to live because we're not supposed to be taking lives. Right. So no, He wouldn't charge us to to yeah. kill the witches. Right. But um Halloween is not anything. That Christians should be taking part in. If you're a true Christian, the, the the word itself lets us know that you are a person that follows Christ, believes in His teachings, and obeys those things. Um, that whole holiday has to do with the dark. I mean, you don't even have to know a whole lot about it to look and see, well, ooh, that's a little grizzly. You know, that's not really even something that, to me, you should want to be bothered with unless you have some. You just got some things.
0: But,
1: uh, if we're children of the light, then we shouldn't even want to be associated with the darkness. We shouldn't want anyone thinking that we are of the dark. So, I mean, you don't have to leave your house. Why you got to go trunk a tree that we going to save it up? God don't want Satan's leftovers. So if it's something that they use to celebrate the dead or do all this folklore and all this superstitious stuff... God doesn't need to have any of that. We can praise Him the, the, the way He has to be praised, and it wasn't bobbing for apples, but putting jack o' lanterns outside our door. That's right. So or dressing up as witches. Anytime you dress up, you don't have to dress up. I don't think there's any occasion where the Lord allows, you know, calls for us to dress up except for going to church. At least put on your best. Now you don't to dress the best to go to church. You in cowboy boots or pajama pants. You know, it's different. You just got off work and you need to come on in. And that's all you have. But pajama pants and jeans. Yeah. And and you just, you do good to throw on a little flimsy-looking vest. And that's not the best in your closet. They do better than that going to some of these functions for work. Right. Exactly. But you can go dress up as a witch and think God's going to condone it or accept it. You know? But no. I would say no. Just all of it, no. <laughs>
0: You covered a lot of points. God's trying to write some down. That was good. Um, which is completely great. It's um, something that Sister Davey mentioned about giving God our best. That yes. kind of slides back to that question we were talk, discussing earlier about having to know before, guy uh, before him. And we think, well, I don't do that or I'm, I'm this and that. But sometimes we put our own self-will up there. It's what we want to do. We're fine. Everything's going good until God says, hey, we should take it off. Because that's... If you're my vessel, I don't need everybody looking at that. And what king is going to go around showing everything that he got? And if your body, and you're, you're a queen, and you're this and that, and you're royalty, well, royalty don't go out with this hanging out and boobs hanging out. And do it. It's a certain way. You can holler about individuality all you want to about this and that and other, but there's a, people are going to call it judging. When people walk in and you have on a certain attire and you have somebody that doesn't have on a certain attire, don't get upset because they automatically assume that that person over there who's dressed appropriately or ain't showing and hanging out everything is more of a better character before they even open their mouth. And you're going, well, he's horrible. I'm fine. You might be, but look how you present yourself. So, um, all that's kind of involved. It's all that's there. And it was something else I, I you mentioned about, um, anyway what came across my mind was this phrase when does acceptance become negligence and it's like by you accepting things that um sister uh was discussing about how the church uh, begins to allow these things to come in they begin to accept it and it's a scripture that says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge so that's where the negligence part comes in at but it starts with this acceptance here going on it's like oh well the money's in the quarter is a little bit lower than last time. Let's see what we can do together. We've already had the bake sales and the this and that we've had. It's time to be, the word should need to be something to compromise. Right. That the scripture tells you that if you take something out, the Lord's gonna take your name out of the book. You add something to it, guess what's gonna be added to you. Please and such. Don't do it. So they begin to allow things in a church for money and gain's sake. And it was kinda of really sad and that's what like you said lead into a lot of our holidays as a Christian, as a saint of God, however you may put it. That holiday, the premise of, it's in it shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't even want to celebrate that. And why wait till that day? It's still going toward that. It's like saying, I'm I'm going to I have a piece of dirt here and I have a clean piece of dirt. I'm sorry, but it's still dirt. If God says it's wrong, it's wrong. Um but this has been a good discussion, and it was one of the questions I was going to ask, but Sister Chatty covered it about Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of people mention about that. I'm just going to ask you a quick question from y'all. Is it said is it the Sabbath day to keep it holy, and then chapter 23 mentioned about you shall not do any servile work. Y'all think that's good? Y'all think that still stands today? Or does, can we work on Saturdays is my question.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, late
0: that one Yeah. that That's what I wanted to know, because a lot of people ask that. Well, that's been very good. Um, Thank you all today for tuning in with us. It was a very good conversation. Now, feel free to email us at email us at truelachurch at gmail.com or text in your questions 870-510-7655. Next week, we'll be doing Exodus chapters 24 through 26. We look forward to seeing you then.